2: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash stuff. Hey, everybody. I want to talk to you for a second here about Canva, specifically Canva presentations that are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work, sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation. So start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Just go to Canva, C-A-N-V-A, Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Stuff You Should Know is brought to you by Visa. We all have things we like to think about. Online fraud shouldn't be one of them. Because with every purchase, Visa prevents, detects, and resolves online fraud. Safe, secure, Visa. Visa.
1: Hey, and welcome to the podcast. Josh Clark, Chuck Bryant here. How's it going, Chuck? It's going great, Josh. You? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I've often wondered, Chuck, uh, if you won the lottery, like, who would you share any of your proceeds with? I mean, would you, obviously, your wife Emily would would reap the benefits of of this. Um, But, I mean, is there anybody else, like your parents? Would you buy them a boat? Or, you know, who would you share it with and in what amount? Have you ever thought about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think everyone kind of. Thinks about this. I don't play the lottery, first of all, because I think it's a sucker's game. True. But uh, if I found a lottery ticket and won a lot of money, I, w- I would be pretty generous. I think I'm pretty would generous you... guy. Yeah.
1: Okay. I've always liked to think the same thing. Um, to the to the to the point where you know I kind of have allotments of like you know who would get what based on how much I won. That's um, good. The thing is, is it's all kind of esoteric at this
2: point. Everyone's generous in theory.
1: Yeah. and I, I wonder think. how much that would change with cash in hand. You right. know. Um. And I, I was actually reading an article about a guy who's in Melbourne uh who this actually happened to. Uh one of his friends offhandedly suggested uh he buy a lottery ticket and the guy went in, bought it and actually won 13 million dollars. He's got the money in hand right. and he's still sharing it with his buddy who just suggested he buy a ticket, you yeah, know? That's that's nice. So um it is nice, but at the same time uh this guy's actions fly in the face of all theories in all sorts of different disciplines. Evolution, economics, game theory. Right. Have you heard of this guy named Ariel Rubenstein?
2: I have. I, I like old Ariel. Do you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's got he an interesting seems like theory. A
1: pretty approachable guy from what I understand. Uh, he came up with this thing called the Ultimatum Game. Right.
2: In the early 80s, I think?
1: Yeah, something like that. Uh, and he, um, let me just give a quick rundown of the ultimatum game, okay? Sure. Okay. So basically, uh, some guy comes up to you and I, Chuck, and, uh, hands, uh, he hands you $21 bills. And he says. I think you know
2: where I'd be headed.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd say, Chuck, come back. And that guy <laughs> would be like, where, what's your friend's name? And I, I'd be all like, I don't know, I don't know him. You know, I, right. I just met him at, at number 16 bus shelter. So right? Somebody
2: would get those $1 bills. Let's right, put it exactly. that
1: way. right. So, uh, well, let's say you did stick around. Your curiosity was piqued. Uh, because some stranger came up and gave you twenty-one dollar bills, um, and he, he had some instructions that went along with it, um, namely that you had to split it with me in any way you saw fit. Right. I I had the ability to reject any offer you gave me, but if I reject your offer, then neither one of us gets squat. He takes the twenty bucks back. Right.
2: Right. So I could give you a dollar, keep nineteen. You could say. No thanks, jerk. Right. And uh, the guy takes his money back.
1: Right. But the thing is, is under under this thing called uh, rational maximization, which is an economic theory that basically all people are out for the most for themselves, Right. you shouldn't even be concerned with the idea that I would reject your offer. Right. Number one, you should give me $1 because that's the least amount you have. Right. right. Um, and secondly, I should take it. It's found money and that should be that. You've got 19, I've got a dollar. I may be mad at you, but still, I didn't do anything for the buck, right? right. Um so that makes perfect sense in theory. Uh and Ariel Rubinstein is very very well respected uh game theorist except for this one just magnificent uh, just terrible
2: prediction, right? This is a, a blot on his record,
1: right? So these German uh, uh, economists put it to the test, put ultimatum game to the test uh, in real life, and they found that their uh, their what they what they found was that there was no support for Rubinstein's right. hypothesis whatsoever,
2: right? People, I think they found gave an average of thirty seven percent of the money away, mm-hmm. and then what I thought was really interesting was that half of the people who uh, received um 30 percent 30
1: percent or less
2: would not accept it
1: they rejected the offer yeah even though it was found money and and in other cases there's there were more generous offers than ne-
2: there needed to be right so if they got uh let's say it was 20 deutsch marks <laughs> or i guess now the euro but back then <laughs> it was deutsch marks sure they would give them three and they just threw it right back in his face exactly
1: um that doesn't make any sense again, right? So it was enough to get the uh, curiosity of uh, economists and mathematicians and and uh, you know all sorts of other people uh, peaked, right? Right. Um, and so they started looking into this and they're like, "Well, game theory it makes sense, but there's there's a flaw here or there. Let's tweak it a little bit." Right. They tried variations. Right. And one of the ones that they came up with was the dictator game. Right. I like this one. Yeah. This this one makes a little more sense to me, and yet. It's still just it doesn't make any sense. Uh, basically, under the dictator game, it's the same thing as the ultimatum game, except uh, they give me twenty bucks to share with you. I can either take two dollars and give it to you and keep eighteen for myself, or I can half the twenty dollars with you and, and, and split it equally. Either way, you have to accept the offer, and I get to keep the money no matter what. Right. So there's 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 no loss for me. And yet they found that like 76% of the people who played the dictator game split the 20 bucks in half, even though they knew that if, if they gave the other person two bucks, that they could, they got, they kept 18. Right. And as far as I know, these people were actually keeping the money to make this a very real thing right. to really gauge people's reactions. And, and the vast majority of the people were splitting things evenly. This is mind boggling. Don't you agree?
2: It is, but you know, it was Germany and it's called the dictator game. So the
1: <laughs> they may be a little bit of afraid on what was to come. <laughs> right, exactly. With their rib turtleneck sweaters and right. all that. Yeah. So um this further piques people's curiosity. Like Rubinstein inadvertently just set off this huge chain reaction. People's entire careers have been built on his one prediction of the ultimatum game. Right? Right. Um so they start they start looking into theories about sharing and altruism. And we actually did a a podcast uh how altruism works based on uh, an article called uh, Is there such a thing as a truly unselfish act? Right. And altruism shouldn't exist, you know? Right. Uh rational ma- maximization should because
2: it it falls in line with evolutionary theory. But, uh, I mean, so what is that the human spirit, or is that uh something no, we've developed?
1: No one has any idea um and and they've we don't even know if it's human, actually. um they've done some studies they did one on chimps, and they show zero uh they don't show any sense of fairness, they don't right. mind. If they're if they're getting screwed out of something, as long as they get something, they don't care in what amount or how much someone else is getting. Right. But other monkeys uh, have shown a, a sense of fairness, specifically the uh, capuchin monkey. Yeah, this is a cool study. Did you ever see Monkey Shines? Uh, no, I don't. Monkey. You didn't see Monkey Shines? No way. Okay. Oh wow, it was pretty good actually. It's a it's a horror movie about a uh, out of control helper monkey who uh, just goes on the rampage. Oh, I remember. It's like Silent Night, Deadly Night, except with a monkey. That's exactly why I didn't see it. No, thank you. It was okay. Um, Well, basically, this is the same kind of monkey, and they're very smart, and they're often used for helper monkeys. Um, And these uh, researchers just down the road a piece at Emory University ran this experiment on them. And so they would put some monkeys together, and they'd have them retrieve a pebble and in return for bringing the researcher a pebble, uh, the both monkeys would get uh, cucumbers uh-huh. uh, now, after a while, one monkey uh, would would get a grape in return for ret- retrieving a pebble while the other still got cucumbers. Right, so one monkey's kind of like you know what's going on, and then, after a while, while one monkey still had to retrieve a pebble to even get a cucumber, the other monkey was getting grapes for doing nothing
2: right, and this led to monkeys getting upset,
1: yeah, throwing food, refusing to play, right, and really, I mean, like uh, capuchin monkeys uh, if you've never seen one, you really have to go on to uh what's the ultimatum game on how stuff works. They're the cutest things on the planet. I can't imagine seeing one of these just... just Acting up. ...hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a mean experiment. It happened just down the road, but uh, apparently it let us know that humans aren't the only ones with this higher mind sense of fairness kind of thing. Ultimately, though, we still have no idea what's going on.
2: Right. I I did think it was interesting, uh, interesting that... Um, people that participated in the in the game they they found that they looked for nonverbal cues from their partner in the game right to try and pick up what they think they should give right and it kind of made me think you know any study where you know you're being studied, I kind of have not problems with, but you wonder you know if I knew that someone was giving me this twenty dollar bill, I would give away half of it. Just so I wouldn't mean wouldn't seem like a schmuck,
1: right? Exactly. It's like Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. You know, just by observing something, you change its behavior. Exactly. Uh, and I wonder how much that factors into this too. And that that nonverbal cue study you were talking about—it seemed a little hinky to me. Uh, I wasn't sure how much faith I put in it. But I wonder how much of that uh, lack of faith is derived from just the the idea that it, that's just such a depressing um, notion that right. we're really all always in fact out for ourselves and trying to rationally maximize and we're actually doing it through nonverbal cues sizing up how generous we think the other person will be for a big payoff later on right like you, know?
2: you and i are walking down the street and i see a 20 on the ground i look to i i pick it up and then i look to see if you saw me pick it up pretty much and maybe if i notice you saw me i'll share it with you if you didn't notice then what 20
1: right and even if uh, even if you just kind of go across the board and help everybody equally just as a general rule right. how much of that uh, is based on a belief in karma you know karmic right. debt karmic payback that kind of that thing that you
2: think that you're going to ultimately receive a reward right. and that's why you do it which leads us back to you know that altruism
1: definitely which apparently doesn't exist in I don't know. I, I figure five, ten years down the road, we'll have the uh, the specific, you know, genetic code for altruism or right. or faking of altruism down. Well, path, I,
2: so. I do know if someone came and gave us twenty one dollar bills, and we'd probably head down to the dance club, and every, <laughs> everything would be fine.
1: We probably we wouldn't split it uh, evenly. We'd just go ahead and throw it on stage at the same time. Exactly. Okay. That's so, altruistic. Yeah. Exactly. We. This is a pretty dense topic, and it's a really interesting article. I, I suggest you guys go read it. Uh, what's the ultimatum game on howstuffworks.com and stick around to find out which article
0: has Chuck very nervous for next week this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
1: All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. So, Chuck, uh, what article has you very nervous?
2: Uh, well, Josh, next week I'm going to uh, visit the in-laws in Akron, Ohio, and we have plans to go to Cedar Point. Cedar Point, which the is, greatest amusement park on the planet. That's what I've heard. My wife has been touting it as oh, such dude, for years. you got
1: to go on the Millennium Coaster. It is the scariest experience you will ever go through. You're basically falling forward as you go down this, um, I think, 90-degree or maybe more than 90-degree hill. It's, awesome. it's
2: mind-bendingly scary. I can't wait. And I love roller coasters, but it does have me a little worried in the article that we have on our website, What If I Were on a Roller Coaster and the Safety Harness Broke, by our uh, our veteran writer, Catherine Neer.
1: Yeah, I don't know that you should read that before you go. You might want to save that one yeah, for after. that's a good idea. Yeah. So uh, you can find out what would happen if the safety harness broke while you were on a roller coaster on HowStuffWorks.com. But again, like Chuck, I advise you to read it after you get back from the amusement park.
2: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?